day, everybody, and welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us, as always, is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. Happy December. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. We're here. We're knee deep. We are all here together. Yeah. Uh, you know, guys, I listened to last week's podcast. Oh, yeah? Oh, did you? Yeah, I noticed <laughs> that it, it was, uh, you know, I left. I was sick. Yep. Had a very yeah. bad cold. Again, yes. And I noticed that the entire podcast was about cycling. Uh, not my decision, was Jordan. It? Was it all about the cycling? The entire Joel, podcast. You know it was. I noticed the wide world of weird sport where I thought, oh, certainly at this point I will receive a reprieve yeah. <laughs> from this. No, it was oh. the wide world of weird sport was about bicycling soldiers in Switzerland. Yeah. I feel like this is a wild exaggeration. We do just a couple of cycling bits, and next thing I know, you're back here going, oh, the whole show was about cycling. The whole show was about cycling. I noticed that like all the cycling bits were informative, not funny, and then (laughs) the interview, which was supposed to be a hard-hitting interview, had some unintentional guffaws, I felt like. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. That that poor Welsh rider. You know what? It was like a Mr. Bean episode in audio form. (laughs) Which I consider to be pretty fun. And frankly, I'm waiting for the Mr. Bean podcast yeah. where he just goes, oh, well, oh, as you know, oh, Jordan, oh, oh, oh. I've long held that we have too many yuck-em-ups on this show. <laughs> yeah. We should be more informative, particularly with regards to cycling. People one of my are favorite not sports. tuning into the yuck-em-ups, yuck-em-ups, yuck-em-ups <laughs> podcast. Yeah. They're tuning into the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast. And I was really a little disappointed at how that interview went. I had hoped to have a real serious sit-down with... Um, with what's his bucket? Well, it got serious. Yeah, it was a low, Luke. <laughs> yeah, yes, Luke Some, Rowe. Luke, Luke Rowe, Rowe. of uh, Team Sky. You know what? Uh, I was very disappointed. The word velodrome did not make an appearance. Oh, that's true. The entire podcast. And the, the uh, track World Cup recently happened like, just in the last uh, month or so. So I think we just lost all of our listeners for now this for the second episode <laughs> in a row. The second episode in a row. Uh, but this episode will have a chance at some real hard-hitting questions. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick's on the show. What? Today. Oh, wow. That's oh, right. My gosh. He does not do very many interviews. No. And, and the fact that he's trusted us to ask him questions oh, yeah. and kind yeah. of ask his thoughts. I mean, there's there's a lot we can ask him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this is this is great. I mean, we have free reign, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Really he's dig into everything he's been going well, through. Well, he's not going to be signed. Yeah. So I think he can talk about anything. Unbelievable. He can, he can kind of just, you know. He keeps winning awards. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he won a, he won a, him up. He won an, a Beyonce award, you said. Yeah, Beyonce was on stage with him. for. I just saw the press uh, shot. The, the age-old tradition award. of the Beyonce awards. Yeah. You know, she should... Just start I doing remember that. when they yeah. gave one to FDR. I think that might have been his finest Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about people who uh, are the most respected entertainers now, though, where it's the biggest deal where they're around, it's like Oprah and Beyonce. Right. And yeah. Is there anybody else who's at that level? I don't think so. I don't think so. Like uh, Oprah, Oprah's number one for sure. Yeah. Like if but Oprah graces. To be you, clear, we don't have Beyonce or Oprah on the show. No, no we, we have Colin Kaepernick. Do have yeah, Colin Kaepernick? Who people call him Cap? Like yeah. Captain America. Yep, some people call him Cap. Cap. Uh, so yeah, I call him Cap when he's on. I'm excited. It's a huge get. We've we've bricked off uh, three times as much time as we normally do for the interview, just because we do not want to cut short uh, the sort of discussion of. Uh, I don't know, everything that's happening in America that we expect. Yeah, and hopefully it's more than an interview. Hopefully it's, like you said, a discussion. And the There's a lot of ins and outs to this. Oh, yeah. I don't have enough famous friends, guys. As, 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 a no lot of people, as a lot of people who write into the show ask us, and we have to tell them, yes, we are all white people on this show. Yeah. Uh, I know it's yeah. impossible to tell that if you just listen to it. But, right. 
but mm-hmm. it is true, and I think Cap is maybe going to help us learn a little bit about but ourselves and how we can be better allies. As a podcast where it's three white guys to allow other voices to come on, absolutely, oh, yeah. Right. yeah. To and use our power as influential podcasters, right. yes. we don't to be more be, inclusive. Uh, we're, hegemony is not the goal yeah. of this podcast. We we want to talk about heteronomy, yeah, right? right? Yes, pluralogy. We want a yeah. pluralogy. That's why, I mean, we have two sports insiders and one sport outsider, but that's not diversity. Yeah. No. Well, it's a kind well, of diversity. Diversity of, not... of sports thought. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but so this this should be good. I think, uh, you know, Cap's going to talk to us about how, how we can broach these issues in a way that is is sensitive and how we, we, we don't not do it because we're scared of them. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. So, so just to get this straight, we started by talking about cycling for three minutes. So half of the audience tuned out. Then half of the half of the <laughs> audience that remained tuned out because we're... Taking out a very controversial, very controversial. But yeah. you know, I don't uh, think yeah. we should just. But hear this guy out. Are ready for a heartrending discussion of race in America, and they like cycling. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we also have. <laughs> These a, are my people. We also have a wide world of weird sport film. You're goddamn right, yeah. we do. And news, if, news, if, news. If we have time, because again, we got Colin Kaepernick on. That's so. true. But first. Shohei Otani update. Watch update. Shohei Otani update. Watch update. Brought to you by. Brawny paper towels. Brawny sounds like Tawny. He's probably going to get better drops. Yeah. <laughs> the American a, market is just being introduced to him. I think they're going to find a better niche. I don't know. Brawny is a very big trusted brand. That's that's true. This is the quilted quicker picker upper. Yeah, was it Johnson Johnson? What a big company. Or a family Brawny, company. Like big, that, yeah. but a family company. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani signs with Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Hmm. Subheadline: Panicked Angelino is confident he mispronounced Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> oh. Japanese star Shohei Otani has agreed to sign with the Los Angeles Angels. His agent said on Friday, "This is just another case that demonstrates how pervasive Western culture is globally, as the Angels' only attribute making them better than his other options was proximity to Disneyland." Yeah, mm. that's really the only thing that made them Though better. I have to suspect he didn't visit. Who goes to Anaheim and then opts to stay there? If you go to just the Disneyland Resort... I've never been to Disneyland. You know, so. If you go to Disney, you might think this is the most wonderful place on Earth. Yeah, I yes. guess. Yeah, but he clearly, like, he couldn't have flown into LAX and then driven to Anaheim because I feel like that alone <laughs> would have made... No, there's an Anaheim certain. airport. Is there? No, there's one in it. It's in Orange Santa Ana. Oh, yeah. John Wayne. It's close. The Duke. Yeah, Yeah. the Duke. Though Uh, I I imagine that's a better drive to Anaheim. You're going against traffic for the most part. That that is correct. (laughs) Uh, The exciting two way baseball star, he pitches and hits, would have fetched over $200 million on the open market had he waited till his 25th birthday. Oh, that's okay. Nice. However, Ooh. at 23, he's subject to baseball's Byzantine international player rules. What? So this did not come down to money, as the the only the Angels will only be paying him league minimum plus a 2.3 million dollar signing bonus. Bullshit. Well, if he waits two years, he could have made a bank, but he wanted to come over now. Ugh. Yeah, that's yeah. worst. It's an uh, odd choice. Well, he wants to be play against the best, yeah. and he also because he, he's a two way player. That's not a really thing in baseball. He could actually say, "Well, I'm not making any money on this." Yeah. yeah. So it's not coming down to money. So basically, he could go to the team where he says, "Are you going to let me pitch and hit?" Yeah. Are you actually oh, going to let smart. me like so? In that, it was smart because if he waits two years, gets two hundred million dollars, team's going to be like, 
Yeah, you're gonna hit. No, you're doing one or the other. <laughs> we just I paid two hundred million dollars. You're you're gonna do this with so that. He's giving up the payday because he loves both so much. He wants yeah, to do both for love yeah. of Still game. Seems not right. Well, don't take the mo- take the money. Well, someone's getting paid. The Angels will pay his previous team, the Hokkaido Nippon Ham Fighters, mm-hmm. a twenty million dollar posting fee. Ham fighters. Yeah, I gotta be. So honest, wait, I'm... I gotta explain this real quick. Nippon Ham is the national meat conglomerate that's the sponsor. Oh. Hokkaido is the municipality here. Fighters is the team name. Okay, so it's so uh, Nippon Ham. Nippon is, Ham. This would be like the I Detroit Oscar Mayer Tigers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah, fighting yeah. dead. No, this yeah, is. They're not fighting hams. That's okay. pretty terrible news, actually, because I have a. Uh, I, I know you guys are aware of the fact that I've had a very anti-ham stance for sure. most of my life. I've been sending money to the the ham fighters. You are a ham, Joel. <laughs> yeah, Doesn't for, it feel like... For years, I've been lots of money, and I think uh, apparently it was all just going to a ham company, and that's that's that, that's just, that's just that's a tough pill to Does swallow. anyone else hear the phrase ham fighting and think that it's like a, a fetish where people uh, bump their bare butts together? Now, now I do. Feels like that's a delightful way to be like. Now I can't unthink that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and Japan, because of their suppressed pornography laws, that right. would probably be very popular. Sure, there. as yeah. weird porn got popular there because they made it all illegal. Right, like the tentacle porn. And yeah. The, when I was in Japan, I went to one of the shops. Out, and it was very strange. You just didn't blur out genitalia. Right. No one in your population will be into tentacle porn. There's, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't be into ham fighting thing, either. One thing that the American male, 18 to 35, is aware of about Japan. Weird pornography. Yes. That is, there's, an, there's actually a Wikipedia article called Pornography in Japan yeah. that basically is an attempt to explain to Westerners how the fuck this happened. Yeah. Hey, don't ruin the wide world where it's worse for this week. <laughs> Uh, first baseman Albert Pujols said he is thrilled to play side-by-side with the international superstar for the four remaining years in his contract. Angels exec groaned and said, yeah, thanks for reminding us, buzzkill. <laughs> uh, Otani joins uh, Angels superstar center fielder uh, Mike Trout, who will now have to answer humiliating questions about being a one-way player only uh-huh. and the <laughs> traditional values that implies. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he'll still be happy about it. Uh, upon the news, Angels went from fifty to one odds to win the World Series to thirty to one to win the oh, World wow. Series. Hey, moving on yeah, up. Well, that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> no one player is going to yeah. drop, especially one who's never seen Joel, a pitch in Major he can League Baseball. Pitch and hit. He might not be able to do either particularly well at the Major League level. We'll see. People, people were worried. He had, he had ruled out the Yankees, and people in New York were saying basically like, "Oh, is he not tough enough to handle the media?" Yeah, they like to say that, don't they? You're not tough enough, but he's playing in Anaheim. And I know for a fact there's a lot of international tourists in Anaheim. Oh, yeah. Japanese who would know this. And they love taking pictures. Yeah. Oh, oh. So he's going to be all over. So he's going to be snapped all over. So I don't think it's that, is what yeah. I'm saying. That he'll get to be in the Disneyland parade like every week. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's right. And that's a whole lot that, of love. They do that parade every they twice that, a day. They right? do that parade he's already like crazy. Pitching. They always have like a celebrity. He's already pitching and hitting. I mean,. Throw in a couple parades. I feel like that's just too much on his plate. Yeah, that, that's fair. You know what I, I want to say, and I think this probably played a major. What do you want to say, Joel? Played a major factor in his decision here. I think there's been a lot of judgment. There's a lot of people out there saying, "Oh, you know, like you play both ways." That's just because you're like greedy and you can't decide which way you want to play. Who's saying this? And I'm gonna say that I'm a more accepting person. That I think the 
the by playing players of the the major league baseball shouldn't be shunned in the way that they have by both the pitching and the hitting community. I know you said by, but we actually already have it's two way. This is a terminology that's been in sports for a while. By way, yeah. No, no, no. It's well, no one says it like that. This it's, is it's, like it's by wextual. This is this is exactly like the cycling, cycling, cycling podcast when everyone forgot how to pronounce bicycle midway through the podcast. What, bicycle. <laughs> yeah. And the verb. Yeah, bicycling. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. again, I feel like the same thing. A lot of people are like, oh, hey, choose between a front or a back wheel. Don't don't be greedy. And and it's like, no, some some <laughs> some devices like to have both the front and the back wheel. I don't know. I don't know. The way I was raised, unicycles. My dad <laughs> was a unicyclist. His dad was a unicyclist. You know, I came um, out. He said. By golly, my son better be a unicycle. You know what? I, I, that I, is I like a real tricycle because I'll try any cycle once. Oh God! <laughs> you know, uh, and that's the right approach, Phil. Thank Jordan, you. You're a big <laughs> Shohei Otani had uh, gotten his uh, list down to uh, six other teams. It was the Angels, the Chicago Cubs, uh, Joe Madden. Too much of a cool stepdad vibe. Yeah, yeah I right. get it. Like tries way too hard. Okay, uh, Texas Rangers. They just signed Doug Fister. That does not inspire confidence. <laughs> Los Angeles uh, Dodgers parking lot after the game. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Who wants to sit through that? Who could, yeah. who could possibly even fathom? San Francisco Giants are receiving threatening text messages from Madison Baumgartner, who now wants to play outfield. Oh, yeah. Oof. He's a good hitter, too. He is. So he's like, you're going to let this guy. So that's, I think, they why back. You know, the, the Padres, apparently... After they expressed interest, Shoei Otani read the Wikipedia entry on the Padres. <laughs> Uh-oh. They're out. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was the Seattle Mariners, but uh, terrified, he was terrified GM Jerry DePoto would just trade him immediately. Yeah. He likes to trade a lot. But he should have tried the salmon, salmon chowder up in Seattle. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Tennessee Volunteers hire a football coach. Say what? Semicolon. Rocky top hits rock bottom. Quick question. Is this guy getting paid? Yeah, we we think so. Yeah, because I mean, that doesn't fit with the mascot even a little bit. They're all volunteers. Wait, why is this guy collecting a paycheck? These things is the Tennessee Volunteers. That's the name of their team, Tennessee Volunteers. Okay, I learned something. Today. Okay, did you honestly? I, I'm surprised it wasn't in your notes. Wait for Joel to make joke about uh, yeah, volunteering. No. Look, I feel like we need to say something to the audience. We're recording this at 8 a.m. on a Saturday. Yes. Yeah, where we usually do evening ones, and apparently, yeah. what we've learned is Joel has a bee in his bonnet at 8 a.m. on Saturday. <laughs> that's, that's that's weird because honestly, before I left the house, I'm like, is this a prank? Are they just trying to get me to go to Phil's house? And oh, house you just drank a coffee, and now you're like, I'm going to say all the puns. <laughs> Subheadline, corn won't grow at all on Rocky Top. Dirt's too rocky by far. That's why all the folks on Rocky Top get their corn from a jar. I love that poem. Is that the song? Uh, that's part of Rocky Top, yeah. I, yeah. I would like to start by calling out all the Vols fans on the college football subreddit Ooh. who are still mad. About the 1997 Heisman Trophy. Get over it. You guys have had much bigger problems the last 20 years. And maybe focusing on this one slight has blinded you to an organization, an empire that has fallen into the sea. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Uh, The Tennessee Volunteers have ended the greatest coaching search in American history by uh, hiring Jeremy Pruitt. That's the defensive coordinator for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and stop you right there. I don't know if it's the greatest coaching search in history. (laughs) As they wound up with... I don't know. One of the most obvious hires you could have possibly gotten. Well, this effect, I know you're sad about this. This effectively closes the book on the Brady Hoke era. Oh, no. was he mm. coach of Tennessee? He was a defensive coordinator who stepped in to be interim head coach. 
Oh, and yeah. there was part of me that was like, oh, man, if this coaching search goes a little bit more worse, <laughs> Brady York's going to get this job. Uh, it all started uh, with uh, Bro- uh, Butch Jones, who was Tennessee's uh, head coach for four seasons and change. Butch Jones of Miami fame? No. Who am I thinking of? I don't know who you're thinking of. Butch Jones uh, followed Brian Kelly, Coach Brian Kelly, on his career path. So Brian Kelly was at uh, Central. Yes. He did well. He got hired by Cincinnati. Central hired Butch Jones. And his yeah. name is literally Butch Jones. Yes. That's not like a really bad comic book villain? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It uh, sounds like a fake name. Uh, Brian Kelly gets hired from Cincinnati to go to Notre Dame. Butch Jones gets hired from Central to go to Cincinnati. Mm. You see, that's where the comparison stopped because Butch Jones no longer has a job. Yeah. He, and, didn't, he didn't get hired by Notre Dame? No, he did not. <laughs> Uh, Butch Jones' time at Tennessee hit its apex in 2016 when the team started 5-0 and but slumped to finish 9-4, and a disappointment that led Jones to tell reporters that while they didn't win an SEC championship, the current senior class had won the championship of life. Oh, that's a much better championship. Not a good look, Butch. This is the same championship I won when my folks didn't run to the drugstore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I won the championship <laughs> of life. His trouble. So, and this was mocked thoroughly, by the way. Championship of life. Here's the thing: SEC Twitter stopped being just you know subtly racist for a while, okay, and just went after this championship of life. That sounds better if you're getting away from being racist to make fun of. So many different ways you can say that, and so many coaches who've said the same thing and have managed not to be such complete morons in the process. Right. Right. Uh, and so then his, his troubles made recruiting more challenging for Tennessee. And then he was, of course, criticized for this lack of success recruiting. Mm. To what, which are you he, kidding? He goes into that living room and says, hey, how'd you like to win life? Well, no, this is, this is what he says. He goes, you know, the only four or five stars I want are the ones with four or five star hearts. Wow. I would just go with the five-star heart. <laughs> why Why include the fours? <laughs> Somewhere out there, there's a summer camp that's just gotten really lucky because they have landed an incredible new counselor. <laughs> well, like, like you said, Joel, he's not saying things here that are that different than yeah. what other coaches say, but other coaches say it much better. He's, yeah. he's found even bad coaches don't say it this poorly. Like, yeah, he's turned it. I don't know how you do it, but when you make – Something that's a totally familiar cliche that everyone's heard a million times, and you make them think about how stupid it really is, and they just haven't. Yeah, thought you've about done it. a bad job. Then. Yeah, you've yeah. done a horrible job. So let's let's take a look at the timeline of the coaching search. Uh, November twelfth, uh, fifth year head coach Butch Jones is fired. Brady Hoke is named the interim head coach. Quote: We will begin an exhaustive search to identify a coach of the highest integrity and vision to propel Tennessee to championships," said athletic director John Curry. At the time he said this, Brady Hoke looked at him hopefully and mouthed, Is it me? <laughs> 80 John Kerry forcefully shook his head. No. No. Uh, at the time, however, Chip Kelly and Mississippi State's Dan Mullen are thought to be the top candidates. Mm. November 13th, AD uh, John Kerry meets with the team and shared his contact information, telling players to share their input on the next coach or send him only the dankest memes. Ah, those are the most important yeah. of the memes. Well, yeah, he goes out on a limb sharing the number. He's got to be like, hey, guys, it's not that I don't want memes. Yeah. Just make sure, don't, don't, I'm not your buddy. Yeah. Don't just send me every which one of them. Yeah, only. Wait until you got a primo and then and then decide on which one's going to send it to me. Because I don't want the same meme from like 15 different team members. November 14th, the Chattanooga Times Free Press reports that ESPN Monday Night Football analyst and former NFL Super Bowl winning coach John Gruden could be a viable option for the Volunteers opening. <laughs> 
adding further embarrassment to that day's edition, which also proclaimed, Dewey defeats Truman. <laughs> ah. November 17th, a large photo of Butch Jones remains prominently placed on the back of the Neyland Stadium video board as Tennessee prepares to host LSU, much like the eyes of T.J. Eckelberg in The Great Gatsby. <laughs> oh, yeah, that yeah, reference. Yeah. That reference. That's great. <laughs> you know, the eyes of God. Sure. If, you, if you've gone with Eye of Sauron <laughs> in The Lord of the Rings, Jordan, I think you might have you been playing, playing, to, playing to Phil's. No. Yeah. yeah. Come on, earliest century American lit. Okay. Uh, Tennessee Athletics official confirms that UT is in the process of taking the image down, though it currently remains in place, just to make everyone feel bad about everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, November 22nd. Oh, things get bad here. Junior receiver uh, Jawan Jennings is dismissed from the program after he shares an Instagram, on Instagram, a profanity-laced tirade directed at the coaching staff. Uh-oh. <laughs> now, this is not safe for work. I'm going to read part of it. I did a little search and replace. Okay. Okay. Trying to come back in this hoe, but you got some lion-ass coaches, some lion-ass, fake-ass, snake-ass coaches. That's what the fuck is wrong with Tennessee, buddy. It ain't nothing to do with no players, nothing to do with no motherfucking injuries, buddies. It's a straight fucking coaching, buddy. Fucking buddies is some lying ass bitches. Uh, I I can guess that the re- the you replaced a word with buddies. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how extreme uh, was the it word yogurt? is. Yeah, no, it was it was the N word. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, no, that was the N word. Oh, I that would that was my first guess. Yeah, but anyway, but, but my I just first didn't... guess was yogurt. Uh, uh, that you would have to. <laughs> how would it be yogurt? Some <laughs> lion ass, that? fake ass, snake ass coaches. That's what the fong. What the fuck is wrong with Tennessee yogurt? Ain't nothing to do with no players. Nothing to do with no motherfucking no, that injuries. Is not yogurt a slang. That's, you know what's what no? No, here's the thing. Are saying these days, Phil. It's it's, it's, not it's the plural. Tell it's you the plural it. that made it. No one would say it's none of that yogurts. Right. You know, you might Again, use it as a singular. That's I don't. true, because the plural guys, of yogurt is yogurt. You guys you should just get, get more yogurt. <laughs> I get, want 10... Th- well, I guess... You guys yo- should get on the Snapchat. Mom, give me some more yogurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, this no, is go-gurts, what go-gurts can be plural. Go-gurts can be pluralized. Yogurt is always... It's a collective it's, noun. It's an amorphous item. There's not one yogurt. It's always lots of yogurt. <laughs> I hate that I'm the one who has to come on here and explain these things to you guys. Here's the thing. What, youth culture? <laughs> yeah. Other, hey, other, Grandpa Joel. All the other SEC programs confirmed that Juwan Jennings' rant was entirely correct. Yeah. Sorry, right here. Uh, uh, November 25th, Tennessee loses at home to Vanderbilt, giving the Vols eight straight losses or eight losses in a season for the first time. UCLA, the same day, hires Chip Kelly as coach. AD John Curie jots a note to himself in the morning that he should, quote, really get going on coaching search stuff. <laughs> November uh, 26th, Florida hones in on hiring Mississippi State coach Dan Mullen who reportedly has been near the top of Curry's list of candidates for the Tennessee job. Mm-hmm. Curry seemingly panics and tries to hire Ohio State defensive coordinator Greg Schiano. This Ooh. move is met with unprecedented backlash from fans, state politicians, and others associated with the university. There was righteous indignation came from fans who were disgusted by Schiano's probable complicity in the Jerry Sandusky-Penn State scandal. America's yeah. roller coast. But really, <laughs> this was just a cover for not wanting to hire a bad coach. Oh, you think? I, as I was about to say, what? A, how how bad does your history have to be that, that an SEC school's fans are just sort of like, wait a second, we're going to take a moral stand? What was unprecedented is they basically had had part of the agreement signed by Shiano. They had an agreement in principle. Now, the U- university chancellor hadn't yet signed it, 
which is good because had the university chancellor signed, they would have had to pay Greg Shadow like seven million dollars. Oh my Ooh. gosh! Yeah, but basically, as soon as it, the word leaked that this got out, it was an unprecedented ba- a backlash so large that basically a team reversed course on a hire. Yeah, like basically Yikes. tore up a contract. And they, like I said, the fans tried to make it about like, oh yeah, it was Jerry Sandell. Like, no, you were just pissed off that you were getting Jer- Greg Schiano as your coach. Hey, Greg Schiano had some good years at Rutgers. Good. I think you made that. It's it's yogurt year <laughs> singular. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. It was good year at Rutgers and then bad years at Tampa Bay. I think he's yeah. better as a coordinator and probably is yeah, not probably. a big program. Also, was probably complicit in covering up Jerry Sandusky yeah. stuff at, during his time at Penn State. Gotta say nice. though, some 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 secretary for a University of Tennessee. Chancellor, yeah, thought she had really screwed the pooch, and turns out, huge win. Yeah. The fact that she did not get the stuff he had to sign to him in time on Friday. The next day, November twenty seventh, Florida introduces Dan Mullen as coach of the Gators. Oh no! Oh dear! Oh, John Curry just looked at his list and went, "Oh no, it's blank after three. <laughs> uh, and the next day, Oklahoma State coach Mike Gundy, Mike Gundy, who at fifty is a man. He was a man at 40. Now even more of a man. He emerges as a target in Tennessee's coaching search. But Gundy, who's in his 13th year coaching at his alma mater, rejects a Tennessee offer worth reportedly $7 million a year. Because who wants to walk into that? (laughs) Yeah. Sure. It says a lot that this job, clearly a step up from Oklahoma State, seemingly, to the outside observer. I think Tennessee is a bit above. Yeah. The guy's like, no, I don't want to... $7 million? No, I'll take less to stay here, thank you. Yeah. Um... The next day, November 29th, Tennessee flirts with hiring first-year Purdue coach Jeff Brom. What? Tennessee is now bargain shopping at the bottom of the Big Ten for turnaround artists. Might as well hire Joel at this point. Yeah. (laughs) This is like going to a picked-over Ross Dress for Less on a Saturday. Yeah, everything's on the floor. Why is everything always on the floor at Ross? Hey, uh, I'm looking for uh, the discount clone. Yeah, it's by batteries. Yeah, check check under your shoes. Somebody should have stopped him. He's like, who are you thinking of now? Well, first-year Purdue coach, no. No, <laughs> it gets worse. They go to North Carolina. The next day, they go to North Carolina State coach Dave Doran. NC State? NC State coach, and by the way, who is 33 and 30 at his time at NC State. So it's <laughs> he's not like he's... 500 coach no, at NC State. No, And this is really showing. And by the way, he chooses instead to just accept a raise to stay with the Wolfpack. So, <laughs> so give this to Dan Doran. I think his agent just did a really good job here. Yeah. I think his agent, because he... Basically, the Tennessee job has lost l- so much luster in the matter of seven days that the NC State coach is like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Nah. His agent had to be like, hey, listen, you're not going to have that for more than two three years. For $7 million a year, though, I'll, t- I'll take it. No, it was, here's the thing, Phil. Then, yeah. then the AD goes a little rogue. Uh-oh. He heads to California to meet with Washington State head coach Mike Leach. This would be a coup. Oh, yeah. This could potentially... Former Texas Tech fame, and he got fired because he, what, got in a fight with some player? No, he got fired because ESPN led a smear campaign against him. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) It was an ESPN announcer's son said he had been concussed and then was treated poorly by Mike. It was a a total hit job. Yeah. It was clear they wanted to get rid of him. Uh, It appeared... uh, So, basically, so this would be a coup and would apparently save the search. But that evening, reports leak out. The talks between Leach and Curry went well. However, the next day, Curry is suspended with pay after a morning meeting uh, in Davenport's office on the IT campus. Davenport is the university chancellor. It appeared that Curry may have gone rogue in going after Mike Leach. Mm. So now, and then basically he gets fired. Then he's, he's put a, suspended without pay. Then he's fired. Then steps in former volunteers coach Philip Former, who consolidates his power and usurps AD John Curry. He is announced as the new athletic director, and with it, 
is given the Golden Corral Platinum Fast Pass that comes with the job. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, you man. can drink chocolate milk. <laughs> uh, then Fulmer's in New York. He meets, he's, he's in New York for a couple ceremonies and visiting former players in jail. And then uh, he, <laughs> uh, he, he sees defensive coordinator Jeremy Pruitt, a couple other guys, and basically kind of gets things together at the last minute and makes a perfectly acceptable hire, Alabama yeah. defensive coordinator Jeremy Pruitt. Alabama, D.C., you've got to assume in any given year the Alabama, D.C. is but not far is, from a job. This is kind of like, you know, getting a nail in your dick where it's like... Oh, you, yeah, been you, there. You get it out, yeah. but the fact of the matter is you had a nail in your dick. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> That's basically the coaching search for there. Yeah, trust me, doesn't feel great. <laughs> Joining us now on the podcast, and we are thrilled to have you on, a an absolute lightning rod for controversy, a former NFL quarterback, and one of you know, perhaps the, the thought leaders in, in, in today's race discussion, uh, Colin Kaepernick. Equal time! Wait, 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 what, wait, get out of here. Who what is happening? Who's been letting Tom? Hey, Colin, I got the microphone so sorry, Colin, just You move second. aside, Capper, traitor, traitor neck. You get over there. I, I get equal, sir, look, we get me, equal no, time on an entertainment platform. We get equal time. That's, that's Don't only silence for, me. That's only for I'm broadcasting. Real America. This is a podcast. This is real America oh. getting in your face Who, talking what are to you. you. You just barged in here. Just look, like, I am the guy that has been calling in after every single podcast since oh, you started. That's, wait, that's you? Yeah, and you never pick we're, up the phone. We're, you we're never not respond. a call-in call You know, show. I'm we sick don't. of you snowflakes not listening to me when I'm offended. You gotta listen to my my complaints now. Equal we, time, nothing do, burger. Could, that's what this we podcast have, is. Can we have you call in next week? Yeah, next week. We have Colin. 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 Hey, Colin Kaepernick, you, so sorry, you sit Colin. over there. Yeah. If you're like kneeling silently so much, kneel silently in the corner like the guy at the end of the Blair Witch Project. Well, he, oh, look, he is yeah, kneeling yeah, now. I'm sorry yeah. there's not more chairs. He's kneeling, nah. yes. We I, are so sorry, yeah, Colin. Now you know how it feels. Okay. All right? Now you know how it feels for me to... Can we get a name? What's your name? My name? Yeah. My yeah. name my name is Elliot. You just call me Elliot. All right. Just named after Sam Elliot. All right. Hey, oh, okay. I'm not giving you my last name because then you look me up on Facebook and try to get me fired like all you liberal medias do. All right. Okay. So, okay. Ba- Elliot. You can just call me Elliot. Uh, happy to have you here. We're, we're, oh, are you happy to have well, me here? I'll tell here? you what. I'm happy that you listen to every show. The fact yeah, that you're calling happy every too. show means oh, you listen I listen, to every show. I listen to every and, show, and, and I, I grab that. my steering wheel so hard when well, I do. Hey, I'm angry. Maybe this is an opportunity. Maybe we could do a joint thing where you and yeah, Mr. Kaepernick over here are going to have an on, yeah, sort here's, of a here's a joint discussion. Kalen Kaepernick goes back to a place where the, he feels more accepted. San, Which San Francisco? San yeah. Francisco. Go <laughs> yeah. to San Francisco where they don't play football. Nevada? Get out he, of yeah, here. Most of his best years at the yeah. University of he's Nevada. He's from California originally. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. Yeah. Well, look, look. Helen Kaepernick hates America, all right? That's what's clear. He just hates our troops so much. I don't think that he's, he's Everything he does is just offensive to our troops, and I love our troops so much. Every, know, everyone at home should I know that. I'm sorry. I don't mean to Colin tear Kaepernick up, but I just is, love our troops, and he hates our troops. I think we all, we all. My great-grandfather was in the Civil War. War. And he and he just hates he hates well, that my great great grandfather died know, for this country. I don't know that uh, he died for this country. Yeah. No, he was in the South. Yeah, that's a yeah. Di- different. That was a different. So don't country. take down a statue's cap. Armed rebellion against the Union. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, yeah, Elliot, 
We'll, yeah. well, you've been shouting a lot, but I'll, I'll, I'll entertain this for a bit. All right. What's, I, what's, what's your problem with the podcast? Look, look. What's your problem? I mean, You're look. You're always I, too nice to the guests. This man barged in. A lot of people. He's interrupting our hey, hard-hitting I, I get to be person of the year now. When's there, it my there turn? There are some people that think what Colin Kaepernick does is disrespectful, and I'll allow that. Because he is disrespectful. I think it could be disrespectful. I also think it's within his rights. I think both yeah. can be true simultaneously. Both can absolutely be true simultaneously. So Just guess, like we can simultaneously have on... Colin Kaepernick, yeah, maybe our expected guest, and right. then maybe have you call in after. No, he's perfectly fine kneeling over there. Well, okay, okay that's taking a knee. Do you have? Do you Can have we any just disrespect Colin, my grand grandpa? I'm sorry, we only have three mics, but could okay. could we maybe dig into uh, maybe your broader problems with the podcast? Okay, here's here's pro- here's the problem that I have this week. Okay, you guys are dodging the real news, talking about your yucca ups and your cycling. Yeah, what's yeah, the, what's the, the real news? Army Navy game happening. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Army this weekend, Navy the game Army Navy happening. Game. Yeah. That's right. Today, which I just see so disrespectful to our troops. I see so my great grandfather died in the Civil War. So disrespectful. I'm sorry. Don't, I don't you think it's a little that. disrespectful or a little tough that it's like we they play football and they go at each other and they try to hurt each other wait, and they hit wait, each no, other or, and then after that we send them to war? Are you talking about no? Are you talking about the CTE liberal? Bullcrap CTE garbage. You know what I think CT is? What? I know that the C stands for cuck. I'm going to assume the T stands for treason. And I'm going to say the E stands for elephant in the room, which is it doesn't exist. That's it. Just trying to make everybody weak. You're going to have pillow fights in two years. How how quaintly 1990s football coach of you. Cuck, treasonous elephant in the room is that you guys are... Trying to ruin football for us real Americans. No, uh, no you, you're not going to find two bigger football fans than Jordan and I. But uh, and the I Army Navy game every year. Yeah, Army Navy well, look, game, great. But the Army Navy game. That's the problem. Once a year, we all celebrate Army Navy. 364 yeah. other days of the year. I want to. I want to. We're I wanna, all worshiping this kneeler over here. I want to say that I root aggressively for Navy every year when they play Notre Dame. Oh, so you hate our army? So you hate our troops? We hate Notre. You Dame. hate the army? I just we, like the, I like the swimming oh, troops. Of you hate Notre we Dame hate because Catholic. they're Christian, because <laughs> they have beliefs. This is no. a Christian nation. Of course you'd be against. I just... Wow, great, really, great, Elliot? Are you sure you're great, pro-Catholic? That seems a little no, out of character No, for you. I'm not. I am pro-Christian. <laughs> and okay. the fact that you guys hate my great-grandfather... Not okay. Okay. I mean, I thought we were actually going to get somewhere where it's, you know, the, when Air Force uh, is not as celebrated... As Army Navy, that's like the, the Army Navy game is it celebrated. Be, the Air yeah. Force doesn't really have the it same. It needs cachet. to be Army v Navy v Air Force v Marines v Merchant Marines v <laughs> Salvation Army. You want to have now? A we're talking about game? respecting our troops. I yep, mean, get what, them all what about our oh, wait, wait, wait a second. Hey, oh, no, Coast, Colin, please, please don't. Well, no, well, just one more minute. Well, okay, all right, all well, right, good. Now, Colin Kaepernick is left. There we go. Equal time. Equal time. That's uh, what it should no, be. No, it's not equal time. It's just yes, you. It's it zero time. No, Colin Kaepernick. There's been hundreds of episodes with no me. Now I get equal time. There's been hundreds of episodes with no Colin Kaepernick either. Yeah, well, lots of Colin Kaepernick consigliaries. What? What? Yeah, that's who you are. 
I don't even That's an awfully big word, Elliot. I watched The Godfather. I know what's going on. Look, look, this is the problem, right? You just don't respect the troops, and that's why you only want we to be the Army and Navy once the a year. Elliot, I was at a hockey game on... Oh, uh, hockey. On Thursday night. The great night. Canadian sport of hockey. And American. And American win. A guy stood up who did uh, who did like five tours of duty in Iraq and got like a, like a three-minute standing ovation from the entire crowd. Oh, three minutes? And how long of a game? Whenever I, whenever there is a standing ovation for one of our veterans, okay, all right. whenever there's one, I stand up the whole rest of the game with my hand over my heart and clapping on my knee with my other hand. People it's great when your team is on defense. Because I love America. The goals got less celebration than the guy who did five tours of duty in Iraq. Oh, five tours of duty? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That is way more than a football game, isn't it? Yeah, two years Lengthwise, per. Lengthwise, yeah. Look, if you have to rank what are real people, it goes veterans, number okay. one. Okay. I, no disagreement from us. And I think okay. football players who stand during the national anthem, number two. I was going to say 1A. One one all, all of the football players <laughs> who stand during the national anthem are collectively just as good as yeah. the, the veterans. Yep. Our, our president and his cabinet, number three. I Again... So so, you I, salute the rank, not the man. Yeah, I salute the rank, like, not so the man, but I salute the man the, too. The Have you seen his wives? They were beautiful. So like the long snapper for the New England Patriots. Yeah. more important than the president. Well, if they're standing during the national anthem, we respect in, in our in troops. fairness. They are the football players. I think have yeah yeah, yeah. okay all right. And then there's a bunch of real Americans. Okay, those are people who are dairy farmers. Right, or people who hunt big game. Okay. There are people who uh, have red hats. Okay. They're all... So just a whole bunch of people. And then down here at the bottom of the barrel, the very bottom, entertainers. Podcasters. Podcasters. Yeah. yeah. And then all the way at the bottom, if you go all the way to the bottom, like right below said, sludge. You just said all the way to the bottom and, before. Yeah. But no, now all, even if you're going deeper to the bottom. Below the bottom. who disrespect our truth yeah, by okay. kneeling well, to the national You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I disagree with your hierarchy that much. I yeah. think we are, as podcasters, Jordan, lower than dairy farmers. Why Thank you, you always do this? <laughs> Thank you. You're always so nice This is what happens when we get equal time. People agree with us if they just hear us out. Out. But they don't never hear us out. They don't ever hear us out. You we know, had, my full time job is calling your podcast. We had blocked up. I've been on disability for, for five years. In depth discussion, with and Colin I have dedicated Kaepernick. my entire life, person my life, steals a to listening and criticizing your podcast. Off, and and now finally, I'm winning you over with my smartness. Well, I think I, I tell you what. I respect anyone who is that avid a interest in the arts and wants to look at it with critical thoughts. So thank, thank you, you very much, yeah. Elliot. Jordan, I have I both. You are, or else I would <laughs> you are a cuck. God. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. Uh, what do we got this week? This week, please tell me we're returning to cycling because I really feel like we only scratched the surface on that one. This week's wide world of weird sports the biggest stoners in sports. Ooh. Ooh. Col- a, color me intrigued. Uh, as color me green. This is probably <laughs> going to be a two-parter because it is in Rolling Stone. Also, oh. we they love words we in Rolling totally Stone. We totally blanked in like one through five. And also, I, I would like to say I'd prefer that we not in the future use Rolling Stone as a publication because it's full of crap. 
It's a terrible magazine. It's all the oh, news I'm sorry. You think that the biggest stoners in sports list is not going to be well-researched? <laughs> okay, well, hey, they did the like the top 100 guitarists of all time, and that was complete garbage. Okay, well, let's go into this article that Joel has already called garbage. And speaking of, what, well, let's see, was the, the UVA story, was that well-researched? Okay, I don't play, know let's what the not, UVA is. It's the no, comedy let's sports go comedy there. There's supposedly a Rolling news Stone. Welcome to Righteous Indignation Joel Hour. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to get through the intro very quickly so we can get to the stoners. As recreational marijuana use continues to go mainstream, a variety of stoners' sports figures have emerged throughout the years to put their foot down and fight for their right to get really super-duper high. Oh, great intro, Rolling Stone. (laughs) In fairness, I think this is RollingStone.com, Joel. The digital staff is different. Excuse me. (laughs) It doesn't say at the top that, uh, like, this was published in this thing. Uh, it was. I think that it's just a dot com exclusive. Oh, okay. yeah. Then I guess I will, I will roll back my ire <laughs> just enough for us to finish the segment. All right. Well, you know what? I can go through the whole intro. You get the idea of the list. We're naming stoners in sports. We're naming stoners in sports. All right. Nate Jackson, the former tight end and star player for the Denver Broncos between 2003 and 2008, Jackson is an outspoken proponent of changing the NFL stance on having a stash of grass. <laughs> Most notably, the football ace penned a 2014 op-ed in the New York Times about his views, appropriately titling (laughs) it The NFL's Absurd Marijuana Policy. He's also a member of the Gridiron Cannabis Coalition, a football weed advocacy group. Boy, I'm I'm really glad Elliot's not hearing this right now. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Next one. Elliot Elliot has a bit of an opioid abuse problem. Yeah. Uh, I believe it. I believe it. Uh, Caramello Anthony. Caramello. With a name like Mello, the NBA great, has to be a stoner, right? (laughs) Back in 2004, the Thunder turned Nick turned Nugget All-Star was trying to literally and metaphorically get high when he was carrying some grass at Denver International Airport before boarding a flight. That's what just irresponsible. Thunder. I don't that, remember him being on the Thunder. Lightning, and I don't know. But that's lightning just here's the, the thing. Thunder. Yeah, that's just if you're if you're a famous person and you get caught with weed on a plane, that's just irresponsible. Don't yeah, fly with so weed. Stupid. Just yeah, exactly. It's, buy it's, more locally. Yeah. Buy locally. Support think, local yeah, drug dealers. Lo- globally, buy locally. Uh, for an explanation, Anthony used the age-old excuse that it was his friends. <laughs> I had no idea there was marijuana in my backpack. He said in a statement. But the stoner stigma stuck. After another one of Anthony's friends was caught a mere two years later with pot after getting pulled over while Mello was driving. What would have been great is at the airport if he's like, no, no, this is my friends. And they search his friend and he has his own weed. Yeah. <laughs> like, was Thanks your, a lot. Yeah. Great job. <laughs> you, you, you divvied it up between you and your buddy? <laughs> yeah. Throwing that time, Anthony appeared in a video alongside a known Baltimore drug dealer. And you have yourself three pretty convincing pieces of evidence that Anthony and Mary Jane are at least on friendly terms. Another thing, if you're if you're also a, that he's a guy in his twenties. If you're if you're a pro athlete, you probably shouldn't be in a, a music video with a known drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. yeah not There's not too many people. known drug dealers. Uh, yeah, try to get with an unknown one. Just yeah. a little sympathy, like he's he's from the area. Like you know, this is this is a part of where he grew up. It's hard to hard to leave that. Yeah, yeah. and just, he's a huge fan of the Wire. I'm sure because everyone's a huge fan of the Wire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next one is Mark Stepnowski. Ooh, weed has been as much of a staple in NFLer Stepnowski's wi- er, life as footballs. That's a weird sentence. 
The former Cowboy and Oiler offensive lineman has been one of the Stuffy League's most vocal proponents of marijuana, with the 90s-era player an active member of NORMAL, the National Organization of the Reform of Marijuana Laws, even serving as a member of their Texas chapter. That sounds cool. Normal! What, a, what an interesting acronym. Yeah, I like it. In fact, Stepnowski so believes in the cannabis cause as of 2016, he even emigrated to Canada to escape America's stance on the green stuff. Oh, wow. That's finally putting your money where your mouth is. That really is. That's all, all the people that's that say, like, if Trump's going to win, I'm leaving for Canada. He went and did it. This guy's just like, if there's no legal weed here, I'm going to go where the legal weed is. Exactly. Smart guy. You know what? I'm, I'm not going to read the rest because it's just puns. Uh, next one is Damon Stoudemire. Got to hand it to the former Gosh. NBA point guard, Damon Stoudemire. Uh, the Raptor Which one's and, the sports outsider again? <laughs> uh, definitely not Damon Stoudemire. He was an NBA player. The Raptor and Trailblazer baller uh, had a period when he found himself in hot water on more than one occasion thanks to his penchant for weed. More like hot bong water. Look Boom. out. <laughs> it gets hot because of the fire. Oh, that's probably really gross. Yeah, don't drink that. Yeah. From getting pulled over with some ganja to getting caught with Mary Jane. They're looking for a lot of synonyms for yeah. weed here, and they're failing. They've said Mary Jane like three times. While going through airport security. Bleh. In all, Stoudemire was arrested three times for possession within one year. With the final incident spurring a three-month suspension, leading to the that's just carelessness. That's yeah. just like if you're arrested for weed three times in a year, you're not doing a good job holding your weed. He got no, sent once to you a get arrested the second time. Time, I yeah. honestly feel like, well, I'm going to cool it. Also, you're you're clearly doing something other than smoking weed to get yourself arrested. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. Ninety-day rehab for weed. He had to go to. Ooh, that's a uh, that would be kind of fun to be in a weed rehab clinic, though. Because it's not like you're on something that's going to kill you, but you get 90 days of, like, poolside and... Yeah, but the food's probably just really bland. Don't mix it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Ricky Williams! Oh, I know yeah. this one. Yeah. yeah. classic. Behold the legend of the Texas tornado, Ricky Williams. An ace college... Did I pronounce that right? Yes, yes you nailed Ricky uh, An ace college football player and winner of the Heisman Trophy back in 1998, Williams turned to the sticky icky after getting diagnosed with clinical depression and social anxiety disorder. A former spokesman for Paxil, Williams turned his back on the drug and began toking up, going so far to say that marijuana is ten times better for me than Paxil. Also, you just crush up the Paxil and sprinkle it on the bowl. Yeah, exactly. That's the way you do it. You may it. not be wrong about marijuana <laughs> and Paxil, too. Sure. As a result, Williams was in and out of the league, failing not one, not two, but three drug tests all in two years' time and bouncing between the Saints, Dolphins, Ravens, and CFL's Toronto Argonauts. Since his retirement, Williams has been an outspoken weed advocate, with the former player recently partnering with the opening of a ganja-friendly gym dubbed Power Plant Fitness in San Francisco. That just seems God, like an great, integration that doesn't need to happen. What a great landing spot for Ricky Williams, though. <laughs> yeah. My heart warms. I always sort of felt for that guy. Yeah, and, no, he seemed like a I'm very really nice glad, guy. Yeah. You know, we still have a whole lot of lists left. And we've got not a lot of time left, so, so that's going to bring an end to another wide world of Weird Sports! Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings a close to the sports. 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 
podcast. But before we go, it's good because I was able to stop uh, Colin uh, Kaepernick's PR person. Oh, thank goodness. So he's going to come. Colin, could you come we in? We can salvage some of Maybe this, if you could least. just read our contact information. Equal time! Oh, Equal God. Time. No, Equal Elliot, time. no. No, he does not get a chance to speak. He had plenty of time to speak at all the awards. No, he ceremonies. didn't. Okay, he hey, got what? so many awards. Where's my award? My what, great grandpa Don. Those you probably have medals for that. Yeah. But could you please just read our contact sure, information? Sure, here's the contact. If you use Neil in the corner over there, I'm going to read the contact Please, information just, just like a the true American. Okay, you can find us on Twitter, on liberal Twitter, by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, make sure to ignore everything they say because it's just going to be spouting more lamestream cuck media on the Twitter. You can find us we on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. Look out for Zionist Zuckerberg's platform, Facebook. Kaepernick left again. All right. You can also find all of the back episodes that you can listen to, get mad at, call in, and maybe demand your equal time at soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. Equal time. Hey, guys. Hey, Elliot. Uh, Here's my little pithy joke. Lights off. have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.